Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Handmade Hustle Hassle. Welcome to Side Hustle School. Your host, Chris Guillebeau here. Episode 2,498, coming up on 2,500 consecutive days of Side Hustle School. Thank you so much for being out there. You are what makes this podcast and this community possible. All right. Today is Failure Friday, a weekly segment where we take a look at something that does not go so well. That might be a little bit soft. I mean, basically, we're looking at something that didn't work at all. A mistake, perhaps, a misstep, a disaster, sometimes within one's control, sometimes outside one's control. And in either case, the question is, what do you do next? Okay, because life is about all sorts of mishaps and things that don't go the way we expect. And our expectations meet up with reality and we have to decide, okay, how do we in fact proceed? Do we crawl under the bed, metaphorically? Uh, Do we retreat entirely? Or do we regroup in some fashion and decide to move forward more positively? I think that's what life is all about. Uh, Not just what we create, but how we respond to circumstances uh, that come our way. So I like working on this weekly segment. Uh, We talked a few weeks ago about how sometimes it can seem a little discouraging. And so I want to be clear that I always want it to be encouraging, uh, which I think is kind of the opposite of discouraging. Just hearing how you know, somebody encounters a struggle, and then what do they do, as mentioned? All right, so without further ado, today's short story features Lucy from South Bend, Indiana. Uh, She is a handmade jewelry maker, uh, selling on Etsy and other platforms, I believe. Uh, And let's just kind of hear the story from her, what happened. Uh, In in short, she cut some corners after experiencing an influx of sales. So it's basically a problem of growth, uh, which can be a good problem, but it's still a problem, uh, which is why we named this episode The Handmade Hustle Hassle. So let's hand the microphone over to Lucy. personalized jewelry. Growing up, I'd always been enchanted by the shimmer and sparkle of jewelry. By my mid-twenties, what started as a hobby of crafting handmade trinkets in my tiny apartment grew into something more. Friends raved about my creations, and I decided to try running a little business. I poured my heart and soul into lustrous creations, my very own jewelry brand, Every piece was crafted by me, each with a personal touch, a story, a reflection of someone's personality. I priced these creations very low, and orders flowed in from all over. (laughs) I was ecstatic, feeling the weight of potential success and the need to scale up. And that's where things started to unravel. (laughs) To keep up with the surge in demand, I decided to hire a small team. I mean because that's what you do as an entrepreneur, right? I imagined us as a tight-knit group of artisans crafting masterpieces together, but translating my vision 
and meticulous craftsmanship standards to others proved harder than I thought. Every piece that was handed to me for inspection seemed off. Either the design was not quite right, the finish lacked luster, or the precision I prided myself on was missing. As orders continued pouring in, I began to compromise, telling myself that maybe clients wouldn't notice. I sent out pieces that were good, but not great. Reviews and feedback started to shift. The five-star reviews that spoke of the exquisite craftsmanship began to dwindle, replaced by three-star comments about inconsistency and lack of finesse. Then returns started piling up. Each return package felt like a punch in the gut, a reminder of how I'd let my standards slip. But the real blow was a review from a loyal client who'd been with me since the start. She wrote, I miss the magic of the old lustrous creations. The brand feels lost. Oh, her words stung. Not because they were mean, but because they were true. I'd lost my touch with what made my brand special. In trying to scale and grow, I'd sacrificed the very essence of my work, my personal touch. I realized that not every aspect of a business can or even should be scaled, especially when it hinges on something so deeply personal. It was time for a reset. So I scaled back, choosing quality over quantity. I turned down orders, reestablished my brand's focus, and started crafting each piece myself again. I also held workshops, not just to teach, but to share the love, passion, and precision behind every jewelry piece I made. (laughs) I also raised my prices, which I probably should have done a while back. Today, Lustrous Creations is not the biggest jewelry brand out there, and I'm okay with that. It, It stands as a testament to craftsmanship, love, and the magic that only hands that care can create. My failure taught me (laughs) that growth is not just about numbers, but about preserving the essence of what you started with. It's about realizing that sometimes the true value of what you create lies in the intangible, personal touch that no amount of scaling can replicate. Lucy, thank you for sharing the story. I often mention never confuse a single defeat with a final defeat. Uh, You know, things happen, right? Things happen, especially as you grow and things get a little bit out of your control uh, and you realize like you're going to have to make some changes. Uh, So it's not out of the ordinary to hear uh, that somebody makes the wrong kinds of changes or just needs to, as I said earlier, regroup a bit. Um, So obviously Lucy has talent and the ability to make good products and uh, I hope she's going to make a lot more good products and uh, excited to hear what happens next for her and the business. And listeners, I'm excited for you as well. Let me know what's on your mind. I'd love to hear your reports at some point. SideHustleSchool.com slash questions. Today's notes, SideHustleSchool.com slash 2498. Excited to be with you all month. New episode every single day. My name's Chris Guillebeau. This is Side Hustle School.
from the Onward Project.